Chapter Four of Dot and Tot of Maryland. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Dion Gines. Dot and Tot of Maryland by L. Frank Baum. Chapter Four Under the Cliffs. Tot scrambled to his feet and sat upon a seat of the boat, holding fast to the sides with both hands. As he looked around and saw the boat was far from land, he smiled and nodded his head, saying, Now we'll play ship and ride on a ocean. Won't we, Dot Freeland? Oh, Tot, exclaimed the little girl, I'm afraid we'll be drowned. How can we ever get home again? Ride any boat, said Tot composedly. But the boat is carrying us farther away every minute. We're floating downstream, and by and by we'll come to the ocean where there are big waves declared dot who was really frightened but tot refused to be afraid as the swift current carried them along he clapped his hands together joyfully and gave a little laugh of delight nice ride he said again and again hooray dot was older and wiser she knew a boat could be rowed by means of oars and there were two oars lying on the bottom of the boat she decided to make an attempt to reach the shore for then someone might be found to help them back to Roselawn, which they had now left far behind. She drew out one of the oars, and with difficulty, for it was heavy for the child to handle, managed to push one end into the water and rest the other against the rowlock of the boat. Then she began to row as hard as she could, but her strength was not great, and all she did was to push the front of the boat half around, so that it was headed toward the rocky cliffs on the far side of the river. Her efforts pleased Tot, who laughed merrily as the oar splashed in the water, but Dot was determined to get to land if possible, and struggled desperately at her task. The boat was still headed toward the rocky cliffs, when suddenly the oar flew out of Dot's hands, and she fell backward off the seat. She was not hurt, but when she got up she saw the oar floating in the water out of her reach. Still she was reassured to notice that the boat was now gliding swiftly along, and presently to her joy she saw it was headed directly toward the fringe of trees and getting nearer to the bank every moment it must be another current tot she cried and this one is taking us to the shore so i did some good by rowing even if i lost the oar tot nodded but said nothing he was still enjoying the novel boat ride dot sat down on the seat beside him and they watched the shore grow nearer and more distinct every moment as the boat glided steadily on the trees were bigger than they had thought and grew close down to the water's edge dot became worried when she noticed the speed of the boat increasing as they drew nearer to the shore if we bump those trees she said we may be hurt and the branches will scratch our faces dreadfully tot stopped smiling when he heard this and took hold of dot's hand which he clasped tightly in his own the next moment still speeding onward the boat reached the trees the two children were caught by the branches swept quickly from the seat and sent sprawling at the bottom of the boat but the boat itself never stopped an instant there was just room for it to float underneath the thick branches and instead of bumping into the shore the water carried it through a small opening in the face of the rocky cliff and then in total darkness it continued swiftly on its way dot and tot who were both startled by this unexpected danger managed to get up and sit together upon the seat of the boat but they could see nothing before them 
and only a faint light behind where they had entered this hidden tunnel in the cliff for some moments they sat in silence then dot reached out her hand to see if she could feel anything but the cool damp air was all around them then she reached upward and her hand struck against a piece of projecting rock which hurt her tot she whispered i think we'd better lie down in the bottom of the boat the roof isn't very high up and it may bump our heads if we sit here tot slipped off the seat at once and stretched himself out on the boards underneath dot quickly followed him and then for a time they lay very still in the darkness listening to the water as it rippled softly along the sides of the boat presently the girl asked are you frightened tot not much was the hesitating answer and then after a long pause he added but some oh i'm some frightened myself said dot but i don't know what we can do i know declared tot solemnly what she inquired in an anxious voice nothin dot saw no need of replying to this and another long period of silence followed they did not seem to be in any immediate danger for the boats swept along with a free easy motion that was very pleasant and the air was delightfully cool after the heat of the sun outside in the open river but two things worried dot one was the fact that she was being carried a long ways from home and the other a fear of where the underground river might lead them she wasn't at all sure they were not floating down into the middle of the earth and the chances of ever seeing roselawn again were growing smaller every minute nothing seemed to worry tot however the darkness and the murmuring of the water made him drowsy and before long he was fast asleep with his chubby little arms clasped around dot's neck the girl was also gradually recovering from her fright since nothing terrible seemed to happen they were having a long journey under the cliffs but she knew there must come an end to it some time and probably they would float out of the dark tunnel into the daylight sooner or later on and on sped the little boat until at last as dot lay staring into the darkness she noticed a dim light about her and began to see the rocky roof of the cavern through which they were passing then she sat up and far away in the distance she saw a round bright spot that reminded her of a full moon it seemed to be getting nearer and bigger and finally she gave a cry of joy and awakened her companion tot oh tot she called we've got to the end at last and are coming out of the tunnel tot sat up and rubbed his eyes he gave one careless glance at the opening and then turned his eyes upon the lunch basket saying sleepily i'm hungry end of chapter four recording by dion gines salt lake city utah